Hi, this is Brad Harris, host of the Legacy Mindset Podcast. Thank you for joining us. What is Legacy Mindset? You see, most people are trying to go from survival to success without ever thinking of the next level, which is significance or your legacy. So in this podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to go through those three levels. We're going to talk about the three mindsets to get you to that pinnacle, which is significance or your legacy. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you a favor. If you could share this podcast with either your friends or your family or post it on social media, that would be greatly appreciated. And that's how we can get the word out. Okay, great. Now let's get started. Welcome back, everyone, to the Legacy Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Harris. Great to be with you here today. It's October 13th. You know, here we are really into fall now. The nights are getting really cool. I think we got a 40-degree night here in Kansas City. I don't know where you live around the country, but hopefully the weather, you know, you're enjoying this weather. You're enjoying the fall weather. The leaves are starting to change here. It's just a great time. Great time to be in America, right? Great time to be in a business. Great time to be a person who's really into personal development, a person who really wants to develop that legacy mindset, going from that you know, survival to success to significance, to have that legacy mindset. If you haven't listened to the very first podcast that I did on this whole show, uh, definitely go back and listen to that. So you just kind of know the theme that we're always talking about, how to get better, how to make a significance, to be someone who's very powerful, someone who can influence others because of who we are, not necessarily by what we do. Okay, today, today I want to talk about a subject that I think is so important. I don't care what you do in life. Now, of course, I'm in sales or I'm in a, I'm in a per, uh, business that I'm constantly presenting to people, whether it's about our product, about our business, we're, we're constantly presenting. And I don't care who you are, whether you're presenting to your person that you want to date, you're presenting to someone in real estate, you're presenting to you know someone to buy a car. I don't care what you're presenting, presenting to your kids to do something. The subject that we're going to talk about is how to get instant trust and rapport. So we're going to talk a lot about rapport. So many people, I believe, don't have this skill to get rapport. And that's how you get trust. We're going to give us some phrases, some words, some techniques to do this. It's something you want to become. It's something you want to get better at. I don't care what it is in life. You need to be good at rapport, be able to, you know, I always remember when I was growing up, I, I was just terrible at small talk and I'm still not the greatest at small talk. It's not natural to me. Some people, if you're listening to me, you're probably fantastic at small talk. It's not my gift. It's not my gift. My gift is presentation. In other words, I can talk about any subject you know, when people want to listen, but I had to work on developing rapport with people where people trust me where people know, like, and trust me. So let's talk a little bit about rapport. And, and you know, when you look at good rapport plus trust equals solid relationships, you may write that down. Good rapport plus trust equals a solid relationship 
And people do business with people they have relationships with. It's just way it is. It's way people are. It's like, you'd rather get a referral from somebody than just go in, you know, and Google and just Google something. We want a relationship. We want somebody, we want that solid relationship. And of course, we've talked about relationships on this podcast many, many a times. Go back and listen to some of them. Okay. So here's what we know about rapport. Here's what we know about presentation. Here's what we know if we're going to talk a little bit about business, okay? Or, or anything you're doing, okay, in business, okay? We know this. It's not about the presentation. I've seen people do terrible presentations <laughs> and people buy from them. It's not about the price. It's totally not about the price. Price is never an object, especially in America. I always tell people that it's never, price is never. People's like, oh, it's too expensive. No, it isn't. You don't have enough rapport. You have not presented in a way that's valuable to them. They don't trust you. Okay. It's, it's, it's really about in rapport. It's about that first few seconds that you're with someone. And the first few seconds that you're with someone, they're either going to trust you, believe you, or they're going to turn on the salesman alarm. So let's talk to you if you're in any kind of sales, anytime you're talking to somebody and they don't know you, you got to get rapport and trust first before you can do presentation. Do you understand this? Well, I don't have time to do that, Brad, because they just come up and I got to, just got a few minutes with them. That's why how to get instant trust and rapport is so important that we're going to talk about. See, if people don't have a rapport with you, they turn on the salesman alarm. They put on the too good to be true filter. They're skeptical. They look for the catch. You ever heard somebody say that to you? What's the catch here? Have you ever said that? What's the catch here? If you said that, then you don't have rapport with that person. You don't trust them. Do you understand that? See, the difference between a top influencer and a non-influencer is rapport. Let me give an example. Person number one gives a perfect presentation to a perfect prospect and does not make the sale. Person number two starts with getting rapport directed to this prospects. And we're going to talk about this subconscious mind. And person number two always makes the sale, even if he's incompetent and his prospect has to sell himself. See, people who are great at this know that the sale was made before the presentation even begins. The first decision by the prospect is whether to accept what you say is true or put up the walls of distrust and disbelief. Let me give you an example. What if somebody walked in and said, hi, okay, what if this was my opening statement to you? Hi, trust me, I'm from the IRS, I'm here to help you. As <laughs> soon as he says the IRS, right? Okay, if, if the principal, if you're in school, the principal says, hey, listen, I need you to come down to the principal's office. Okay, I want to help you. You're like, why am I going to the principal's office? See, that's not good rapport skills. That's not to how you would present. People will, don't trust. See, that's where people make the quick decision already. They already make a quick decision. Yes, some, sometimes we see car salesmen. And hopefully if you're a car salesman on here, you can hear me. But when people hear the word car salesman, boom, no trust. So if a car salesman is going to be great at something, he's going to have to develop rapport first because he's got to overcome that salesman, right? Used car salesman. Somebody walks up to you in a, in, a, in a store and they walk up to you and say, can I help you? If you're thinking he's a salesman, maybe, boom, 
boom, immediately, immediately distrust goes up. Okay. So if you're on here and you want to be great at this, you want a great rapport, you must create trust, belief, influence, and before, before you ever start any kind of presentation, any kind of talk. What happens if you don't create rapport before you start? Here's what's happened inside your person's head that you're talking to. Salesman alarm, the too good to be true filter, negative past experiences are coming up in their head, distrust of strangers. What's the catch? These are all things that pop up. If you don't develop rapport, if there's anything, anything you don't learn, if you're in this kind of business in any kind of business, and by the way, if you're walking, I'm trying to get a date with a girl, <laughs> she don't trust you. See, when you don't create report first, you'll hear prospects say stuff like this. You'll hear people that you're trying to, you know, whatever it's in, where it's in real estate, whether it's anything that you're doing, they say this, oh, I don't have any money. I have to, here's a good one. I have to talk it over with someone else. I have to talk it over with my spouse. I need to think it over. I can't see myself doing this. I don't have time. These are all words. If they're said to you, you did not, did not, did not create rapport. It's something I've worked on my whole life. It's one of the biggest personal development things so I can be significant in people's lives because all of us know whatever you have, whatever business you're in, you have, I don't care if you're a vacuum cleaner salesman. I don't care if you're, you know, it's like carpet cleaning, whatever it is, you first of all, of course, have to believe in your product, right? And if you do really believe in your product and say, think this is the best thing for them, you got to come over this problem called the salesman alarm. You got to come over this problem. They don't trust you. They don't like you. They don't know you. Okay, I'm, I'm in a health and nutrition business. And so let me just let me just think about this. If you're in health and nutrition business, like I said, you can apply to this whatever business you're in. Think about this, okay? If I'm in a health and nutrition business, if I'm in, if I'm a personal trainer, okay? Okay. Do your prospects want to live longer or die quickly? I want you to answer the question right now. Of course, they want to live longer. They don't want to die quickly. Do your people you're talking to want more money in their lives or less money? Okay. This is if you're pitching a business opportunity or trying to get them to do something. Like I said, you're, 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 you're recruiting somebody, you're headhunting somebody in a business. So your prospects want to live longer and you've offered them a chance to live longer with your product. I'm not saying we're not making any claims, right? But if, if you could do good nutrition, right? And if your prospects wants more money in their wife, lives and you've offered them a chance of, to, to be part of your business and have more money in their lives. And then at the end of your presentation, your person, your prospect says, no, let me think about it. The question is, why would they say that if your prospects wants to live longer and not die quickly? Are they saying I'd rather die quickly and be broke than to do business with you? Is that what they're saying? I want you to think about that. See, sometimes we think, well, I was real honest and I was integrity and sincerity and I, you know, and I just had their best, you know, their best interests heart. That doesn't work. You want to prove, think about the, let, let, the latest person, the last person who didn't believe you 
Were you honest with him? Yes. Were you a person of integrity? Yes. Were you sincere? Yes. Did you have the best prospect's best interest in heart? Yes. And that person didn't believe you. Why? Rapport. Rapport. You didn't have rapport with them. Makes no difference how honest and integrity and how great you are. I want you to think about a con man. You guys know a con man takes money, takes money from calls, older people, takes money from people, takes money from young people, right? And so a con, is a con man honest? No, he isn't honest. Does a con man have integrity? No. Is a con man sincere? No. And does a con man have the prospect's best interest in heart? No, yet. Con men or con women are able to get honest, hardworking people to hand over all their money because they get total rapport in 15 seconds. So it wouldn't occur to us that con men have special skill to build trust and rapport. Of course, they've learned that rapport, once you get rapport, you can get somebody to do anything, almost anything. So you're thinking, okay, Brad, how do, how do I get instant rapport and connection with the people, with people that I'm around and, you know, whatever it may be. See, guys, if you were to think about this, if you were in Germany and, and, you, and you know, I'm, I'm assuming you're listening to this, of course, you may be in other countries, whatever country you're in when you're listening to this, okay? But if you were in Germany and you met a person, I'm from the United States, right? So if you think about this from every country you're at, and you met a person from the U.S. or from your country, you would have instant rapport. You would say we're practically neighbors, See, you would have rapport. There's, there's rapport in that. So when you tell someone something he already believes, his subconscious mind says, hey, we think the same, they, you think the same way I do. Just like you're from the US, Germany, right? You're a genius just like me. I can believe whatever you say next. If you're from Texas to meet somebody from Texas, if you're a cowboy and meet another cowboy, right? If, if, if you love painting, you need another painter. All of a sudden there's this rapport. See, you can't get rapport from a prospect. If you tell the prospect something he disagrees with. So we always talk until you know, we never talk about politics, you know, religion or whatever. That's not the way to get rapport from your opening statements because they're going to disagree with you, then what? Boom, no distrust. I don't care what presentation you make. I don't like you. Now, let me give you some examples of a, an opening statement that a person might agree with. Like I said, we'll go back to what we were talking about, health and nutrition, right? Okay, we're talking about that, personal trainer, whatever you're in, if you're in the health field, right? If you said something, we all want to live longer, do you think that person would agree with you? If you said growing old is painful, wouldn't you think that person would agree with you? Everybody wants to be fit. Wouldn't you think most people would agree with you? Everybody needs more energy. Health doesn't come from an antibiotic pill. See, you can like, yeah, they agree with you. Those are powerful opening rapport statements. They're part of you. If you go back and listen to the negotiation skills, you're actually getting on their page.
getting on their page. You may be a person on here who, let's just say uh, perfume or skincare, whatever you're doing. If you're in skincare, you'd say our face is our first impression. You're going to get rapport right there. Smart people make their skin younger while they sleep. You know, age spots don't have to happen. We don't want to put out wrinkles as long as possible. People have, people hate wrinkles. We never want our face to look older than we are. Those, those people, yeah, I agree with you. They start shaking their head. See, these are powerful, powerful, powerful. See, let's say you're an entrepreneur and you're getting someone to join your business with you. Okay. Like I said, whether it be real estate, whether it be like my, my health and nutrition company, or uh, whether it be your, you know, a life insurance salesman, whether whatever you're in and you want to really pitch entrepreneurship, starting your own business. Would a great statement be job to interfere with our week? Every mom wants to be home with her babies. If you're pitching a work from home business, it's hard to get raises today. Would they probably agree with that? The economy's in the toilet. We all want to fire our boss. Those are <laughs> be our own boss gives us freedom. They'll agree with that. Choosing our own work hours is important. A five-day weekend is better than a two-day weekend if you own your own business. See, those are rapport statements. It's just powerful. Okay, so let me give you, I'm going to give you some different things here. So we're going to go through some different things. The first thing I'm going to do is called pacing. This is great rapport skills. If you really want to communicate with a prospect, we have to talk to that prospect or that person in a way that he understands. We have to go at his speed. Sometimes we call this mirroring, right? We have to talk to him from his point of view and beliefs. Remember, we talked about that in negotiation skill in our last podcast. You have to have tactical empathy. I want you to imagine this scene. Example, your prospect's jogging down the road. The person you want to talk to is jogging down the road. And you want to talk to that prospect. You ever ran with someone? If you want to talk to him, what do you got to do? You have to run his speed. If you don't run his speed, you can't talk to him, can you? So if you're a faster runner him, you got to slow down. If you're not a faster, you're going to have to hurry up. That's called pacing. You want to run along beside him and at his speed, and then you can develop rapport. It's like a Texan talking to a New Yorker. You ever seen that scenario? That doesn't usually work. They're not talking at the same speed. If you're a Texan and you want to talk to a New Yorker, you better speed up your talk. They'll get bored with you. If you're a New Yorker and you're talking to Texas, you better slow down. I'm not saying all Texans talk slow, but they did. the Southern, right? The Southern pace is different. Do you guys see? This is rapport skills. These are little bitty things. See, sometimes people don't believe you because they see you as someone different. They see you something different. That's pacing, right? They see you, well, I'm not as fast as him, so I can't have rapport with him. I can't do business with him. You are a business owner, I'm not. You're skinny, I'm not. You don't know how I feel. Pace is slowing down. Tactical empathy. If you don't know what tactical empathy, go listen to my last podcast. 
Now here's pacing on steroids, right? You tell him two things to the prospect he believes in. This is very powerful in pacing, right? Okay, so you could say, you know, back to our healthy nutrition, right? Whatever business you're in, you can put this into it, right? Starving ourselves won't work. We all need to eat. That's two things. Strict dieting is impossible. We all have to attend social events. They agree with that. We all love delicious shakes. And what if they helped us burn fat? They all do. They all can hear that. I want, we all want to live longer. Dying quickly is inconvenient. Growing old is inevitable, 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 but we can feel as young as we want. Eating healthy sounds good, it's, but it's very, very difficult in real life. They can hear that. Our health is our best possession. We want to keep it as long as we can. Those are words, powerful words. Just use skincare. Your face is your first impression. You want to wow people with your look. This could be if you're a car salesman. Your car is your first impression. You want to wow people with this car. See, it's like, it's like you could tell that growing old happens and we all want to keep wrinkles away as long as possible. Taking care of our skin is important and we never want our face to look older than we are. See, those are powerful statements. The local climate dries out our skin, right? If you live in... You know what I mean? If you live in Arizona, right? Local climate dries out our skin. We have to protect our skin from wrinkles. This could be so many things in fields, right? Night creams are expensive. So we want to make sure we get the one that works. Those are powerful. You guys understand this? Very, very, very powerful. So work on this. Work on this. Very, 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 very powerful. So just think about pacing, pacing, pacing. Think about that, okay? Okay, let's just talk about the same pacing in, in your entrepreneurship, okay? Trying to be entrepreneur, right? The economy's in the toilet. No one's going to get a pay raise this year. You can't be successful working a job. You have to own your own business. Jobs don't pay much. Having a job guarantees that we'll be broke. Begging for a 2% pay raise is humiliating. We want to be able to give ourselves our own pay raises. Those are powerful statements. Whether you're in real estate, what business are you in that you can apply these skills? It's powerful. Now let's even get better report, right? We talk about pacing, right? Talk about one statement that they can agree with. First, we got to get on their pace. Then they got to be able to agree with us, don't they? You got to say statements that people agree with like, yeah, yeah. Now, sometimes we'll say statements, they disagree, then we know what they disagree with, right? That goes back to, that goes to negotiating skills. Let's get, let's get better report, right? I want you to write this one down. This is a big one. Smile. <laughs> I want you to smile right now. Right now, I want you to smile. See, when people smile, People trust you. It's such an easy thing to do. And I see so many people. I've been in certain places where I walk in. They don't smile. Hi. They're so serious. Doesn't mean they're not good at what they're doing, but they're just not smiling while they're doing it. You ever had something just smiles? You just feel good, right? See, babies have a mechanism. Okay. If they, if you, like a baby, right? When you look at a baby, they smile, don't you? That's why you just kind of trust a baby. It's a mechanism. See, the human brain has a mechanism that says that if someone smiles, they can be trusted. I want you to write that down. 
I want you to practice to smile 95% of the time. The only time you probably don't need to be smiling is at a funeral. It's like, just think about this. It's a simple, simple, simple things. So let's kind of review a little bit. Some of the things we went over, right? Tell our prospect one fact, then he can believe. Tell our prospect two facts, okay? He can believe, right? Smile. Almost overkill, right? Very effective, okay? So let's just see how this works, right? Let's go back to skincare, right? Winter dries out our skin, and we all want softer skin. Smile. Staying home with our children is great, but we all need to make a living. Smile. Bills eat up most of our paycheck. It's hard to save money. Smile. It's just so simple. So simple. I'm telling you, if you add that one thing to your repertoire, your rapport skills will go up 25, 35, 40, maybe 50%. I want you to think about, do you always smile? You ever try to argue with someone who's smiling? It's almost impossible. That's why I love, I love one of my greatest tactics. And when I'm talking to somebody, I just kind of laugh. I just laugh like that. And I was like, this is crazy. And then I can't believe that happened. I'm so sorry. And they're like, oh, they can't get mad at you. When you have that stern, ugly face. Rapport. If you have rapport, I'm telling you, you can get out of arguments. You can get almost any. Thing you want. You can get upgrades at a hotel. Just smile at that person. Say something he agrees with. Smile. It's powerful rapport skills. Instant rapport. Presentation becomes easy. Becomes much, much easier. Okay. Now let's talk about magic words and phrases. These are huge. Okay. So there's certain things we can say and they're like magic phrases. Okay. I'm going to give you a few of them here and uh, this, this is so powerful. Okay. And I love this. And, you know, I, I learned a lot of this by reading books and report skills and Andrew Carnegie and, 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 you know, it's like how to influence and influence people. A lot of this stuff comes from these types of books that I've read. John Maxwell, how to become a person of influence. These are powerful skill words. Okay. Okay, so here's some magic words and phrases, right? Write these down. You ready? Okay, here we go. Okay, we have automotive pro automatic programs that do this, for, okay, that does this for us, okay? So let me give you some examples. If you walk down a street and someone smiles at you, you automatically smile back, right? If you're shopping and sales clerk sings up behind us and says, can I help you? We automatically say what? No, I'm just looking. Those are automatic things that happen. If we walk on an elevator and there's a stranger already there, we automatically stand as far away as possible, but we still face the stranger, don't we? We don't turn our back to them. Those are automatic things that you do in an elevator. If someone asks you, how are you doing? Without even thinking, we automatically reply, oh, just over death, or we say fantastic, depending on your internal programs, don't you? So it makes sense that certain words and certain phrases will automatically get automatic responses just like the examples I just gave you. Okay. Let's talk about why this is. Because see, one of our biggest programs in our mind is survival. Many of our decisions are based on survival. That's why when I talked about in the very beginning of this whole podcast, survival gets you doing things. See, the survival makes prospects skeptical. They're afraid of being tricked and losing money. See, skepticism is a way of self-protection. 
if you if a person you're talking to is skeptical and doesn't trust and believe you, what do you think will happen? Nothing, right? So let's learn some magic phrases to loosen that up. Get them out of the survival mode and get them in success mode for they can be significant in life and have that legacy mindset. So here's one you can use. This is very powerful. You see it all times in commercials. Most people, write that down, most people. So when you say most people to a prospect, <laughs> well, your prospect thinks, brain thinks, am I part of most people or am I part of less people? Well, I want to be part of most people because that is a lot safer. I don't want to take a chance. If I decide to be part of less people and it doesn't work, oh, oh my, right? Everybody will make fun of me for making a mistake. Yeah, I think I will do what most people do. You ever see, you ever see the commercial? Four out of five dentists recommend this toothpaste, this floss. Oh my, if four out of five, most of them, I must do this. I don't want to do what less people do. What do you think when you see two restaurants side by side? One restaurant is busy and the other restaurant is empty. You want to go to the busy restaurant because most people are going there. You get it? You don't go to the empty one, either you get in quicker. See, if you're an entrepreneur and you're talking to people, you say, listen, I want, I want you to join my business. I want you to be a part of my business. I don't care. Like I said, trying to get somebody to sell cars. Okay. You're trying to get somebody to do real estate with you. You're trying to get somebody to do your business with you. You would say this. Most people hate their job. They're like, yeah, most people need more money. Most people would like to be their own boss. Most people want more time with their children. Most mothers hate warehousing their babies in their daycare. These are powerful statements. Most jobs don't pay enough. Most people start with this package. This is a great one too, by the way. Most people start with this one. Most people drink this shake. Most people want to pay fewer taxes. Most new people, okay, get their training tickets right away. If you're trying to get somebody to go to a training. Most people get their training tickets right now. Okay, see what I'm saying? Skincare, go back to skincare, right? Most women would like to keep wrinkles away for an extra 20 years. Most people want to keep their skin looking young forever. Most people hate age spots. Most women want to look younger. Most teenagers hate acne. These are powerful statements. So, so the most people, powerful, start adding that to your rapport in the very beginning of anything you're doing. Most people get this package. Most people get this. Most people do this. Here's another one. Everybody knows or says. Everybody knows or everybody says. So you say stuff like, Everybody knows the economy is in the toilet. See, in the subconscious mind, no proof is needed because most people, or, or I'm sorry, everybody knows. I don't want to be a person that doesn't know. 
Everybody knows this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Subconscious mind goes, oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody knows this. Back to entrepreneurship, right? Everybody knows you can't get rich working a job or you can't be financially independent working a job. Everybody says keeping a job will keep you broke. Everybody knows business owners earn their, the most money. Everybody says we are, we are tired of other people telling us what to do. Everybody knows if you work hard, then only your boss will get a big house for his retirement. Everybody says they want to retire early. Everybody knows that the job interferes with our week. Everybody says they want to fire their boss. Everybody knows, everybody says we won't be getting pay raises this year. Everybody knows we don't get paid enough. See powerful stuff in that? See, remember, remember, the person you're talking to, they have a resistance. They have skepticism. They have negative passive experience. Too good to be true. What's the catch? Remember we went over this? But now it's easy for you to communicate and get your, get your person to believe that, that the good things you're, you're saying are good because most people, okay, everybody knows. You know, it's like, there's another statement we can say, right? Well, you know how. I want you to write that down. Well, you know how. And then your head starts nodding. Very powerful to nod your head in rapport. See, <laughs> you're, you're saying this, right? Most people reading, right? Or most people listening to this podcast would like to have some examples because everybody knows that examples are the best way to learn. And everybody says that just a few examples could get us thinking creatively. See, by me using that in there, you're listening to me. Most people listening to this would like to have some examples. You're shaking your head right now because everybody knows examples are the best way to learn and you're shaking your head right now, right? And everybody says, that just a few examples could help me get this thing started. Everybody's shaking their head right now. See, it's, it's like, let's get into, let's get, let's, let's get into entrepreneur on the, well, you know how, right? Let's get into that on business. Well, you know how we never, okay, I'm sorry. Well, you know how we would love to sell our alarm clock to our neighbor, <laughs> So great creativity ones, right? Well, you know how we like all to learn, like to earn more money. Well, you know how smart people all have a second income. Well, you know how we would love to set our own hours. Well, you know how we want to pick up our children from school. Well, we know how great it would be to never go to work again. Well, we know how we all want to be our own boss. See, it's like, this is a great, well, great statement. So, so I want you to just think about this. Well, you know how we don't want to waste our time talking to people who don't believe us. Do you guys get this? If you're talking to people who don't believe you, your presentation is going out the window. 98% and 99% of your persons, that's why center of influence is so powerful. I trust you. But if you're talking to strangers, if you're talking to people who don't know you, then this is rapport has to be. If you're a person that goes B2B, business to business, and trying to talk to people, you have to get rapport. It's powerful. Here's another one. There's an old saying. <clears throat> this one's powerful. There's an old saying. 
Let me give you some examples. There's an old saying that you should never believe what people say, but only believe what people do, right? That's a powerful statement, right? There's an old saying that practice makes perfect. There's an old saying that you should never put your tongue on a frozen pipe. <laughs> There's an old saying that when it rains, it pours. You've heard all this stuff. He was like, yeah, it's an old saying. It's powerful. Something about an old saying. So if we're talking about skincare, there's an old saying that we never want our face to look older than we are, right? There's an old saying that winter dries out our skin. There's an old saying that smart women make their skin younger while they sleep. There's an old saying that wrinkles give you character, but not much more. <laughs> there's an old saying that cleansing is the most important step. There's an old saying that wrinkles belong on prunes, not on us. A little bit of funny too, by the way humor, getting people to laugh, write that one down. If you can get people to laugh, you have reports. One of my greatest skills, getting people to laugh. Once they laugh, you own them. If I'm in a training and I'm training, I'm going to try to be humorous, get people to laugh. They listen, they trust you when they laugh. Do you understand this? If you're in an argument, get someone to laugh. They'll start trusting you. They'll start listening to you. I promise you. <laughs> Just get them to laugh. And you gotta laugh yourself. This is crazy what we're talking about here. There's an old saying, bam. So guys, you see all this. Do you see all this that we've been talking about? Whether it's an old saying or most people, all these things are powerful and we're just smiling, right? just are pacing with people, talking on their level. These are, I want you to work. I want you to listen to this several times, writing these all down, getting this gun down. Okay. Okay. Let me give you one last one. Okay. And one last one just to kind of help, you know, okay. Uh, we're going to talk about if you're a trainer or you have an energy product, a lot of people sell energy drinks, right? And so these are powerful things, right? Okay. So this could be anything, right? Anything, any business that has this around there, right? Okay. Well, you know how we get a little tired around 2 p.m. That's a powerful statement. They're going and then shake your head and they'll shake their head. Well, you know how we need a little more energy before we start doing our taxes? Yeah. Well, you know how we want more energy, but we don't want to crash and burn two hours later? Well, you know how most energy drinks are full of empty calories? Well, you know how most energy drinks taste terrible? Well, you know how we need extra energy when the grandchildren come to visit? <laughs> this would be me, right? Well, you know how most energy drinks are full of empty, I'm sorry, I said that full of empty calories. And the last one, well, you know how most energy drinks, right? Don't taste very good. Powerful statements. Powerful, powerful, powerful statements. Rapport. First impression. Remember, we talked about it. How do you get rid of this salesman alarm? How do you get rid of the too good to be true filter, the negative past experience, the distrust of strangers? What's the catch? Rapport. Work on this skill. The skill is not taught in any training, hardly anywhere. It's like we teach people all the presentation. Here's the presentation. Here's a script. Here's what you say. Here's what you say next. Those don't matter. They don't matter if you don't have rapport. Then you have trust. 
then you have a solid relationship and people do business with people they know, like, and trust, which is relationship selling. Do you have rapport skills? If I was rating from one to 10, what would you put down right now? Do you smile? One to 10, how great is your smile? Think of people in, the, in your business or around you that smile great. They just get things that you don't get. It's just powerful. Some of you know, guys know Alexis Pelfrey, my business. He always smiles. She always gets more stuff. Think about people who smile all the time. It's powerful. Okay. So as we close out, remember, we're going to go from survival to success to significance. And how do you become significant? You have rapport. And then you can have that legacy mindset. Have a fantastic day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you could think of anyone who would like to listen to this or use this, please share on your social media or text them. We would greatly appreciate that. And a final thought. There's a proverb that says, if you continually give, you will continually have. It's a perfect formula for building a significant team and a significant life. Remember, your legacy is not about what you acquire. It's about what you leave behind. Let's go have a legacy mindset.